The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The Golden State Warriors are unraveling in real time. I will update everyone on the funeral march that is our dubs. Lots happening around the league. We have tons of updates on everything from injuries to league news to our new segment, Trista's Crazy Ass Killer Stat of the Week. It's almost the weekend, folks, so let's get right into it. Anthony, drop that motherfucking beat. It should be real. how you know baby shit has gone sideways so as you know i had the extremely sad news to report of the end of the golden state dynasty i am the first on the scene i watched the body go cold i saw the man put them into the body bag and into the ambulance it has happened folks aren't ready to admit it they think it's weekend at bernie's out here like Bernie's is alive, you know, they're, they're taking Bernie's, they're taking Bernie's to the movies, they're taking Bernie's to the grocery store, and it's like, that man's dead, you want us to believe this man's still alive, and he's not, they came at me at social, they said the Warriors just need to get healthy, Draymond's back, they always have a chance with Steph, that's the weekend at Bernie's shit, fam, Bernie is not alive, he just still has clothes on, and they're pretending. Have you guys been paying attention to what you're seeing? Since that episode of the Heat Check came out, announcing that Bernie was dead, the dynasty, our dubs have played twice. What have they done? They lost to the Raptors, 113-118, and then they got their doors blown off by the Pelicans, checks notes, score, 141-105 at home at the crib in San Francisco after barely surviving a home game against the three-win Detroit Pistons. That is, if that's not evidence that shit has gone off the rails in Golden State, I don't know what is. Nobody is exempt. Not even Steph Curry. Look at Steph's numbers. Steph versus the Raptors. My man, Superman. Nine points, one rebound, six assists, two for 14 from the field, 0 for 9 from 3. My man, Scotty Barnes, locking Steph Curry down. Steph versus the Pelicans, 15 points, one rebound, six assists, 
Four from 13 from the field. Three for eight from three. My man, Herb Jones, <laughs> locking Steph Curry down. I never thought it was possible. Never thought anyone could do it. And now we got two people on fledgling teams doing it quite well. It's, it's so bad right now that Steve Kerr himself thinks this team has lost its spirit, has lost its confidence, has lost its belief. Say it ain't so, old yeller. Say it ain't so. Also, nearly every game they're playing to, just one L after the other. ruh They have hit the panic button in the Bay. They're trying their best to revive this dead man. They're trying their best to find trade scenarios to figure out a way to get back to those championship winning, winning ways. There are, folks, exactly zero vibes in the locker room for the Warriors. Clay has been getting booed, by the way, by his own fan base. And this is what he had to say post-game about it. Each of the last two home games, obviously you're not used to that. Um, how, do you, how do you handle that? I don't care. I don't care. What am I supposed to lose sleep over it? I don't care. Okay. You are fully into the bitch zone right now. I love, I love Clay. I have to say this. As a lifelong Dubs fan, Clay is one of my favorite players, but the end of Clay Thompson's career has not been gentle to his legacy whatsoever. One thing that we have discovered is that Klay Thompson is a very sore loser. If you compare his reaction to Steph's, we need to see it. Uh, this is the second straight game that you guys were booed here. How does that make you feel when you hear that? Um... Uh, I don't even know what to say about it because I don't want to be prisoners of the moment and understand, you know, we're, we're obviously struggling. There's nothing to really cheer about. So obviously the cheering is booing. Might as well. Um, I don't take it any certain type of way. Honestly, I'm booing myself, booing our, our you know, team in my head because of the way we're playing. So, you know, it is what it is. Fans are going to react the way that they want. Um, it's our job to, you know, give them something to cheer about. We have not done that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ooh, I spicy comments from Steph Curry. I am booing ourselves. I am booing our team in my own head. I think that's the most honest Steph Curry has been about how frustrating it must be to play with kids who are wet behind the ears with no experience in a championship format, players who he used to trust and no longer can, and a coach who has clearly lost his way in a new NBA era. And he's the only one that still is Superman. Damn right, fans have a right to boo. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys just got blown out to the New Orleans Pelicans and Zion only had 19 points. Zion, their star, 19 points. I think CJ McCollum had less than 10. Who was scoring on this team to give him 141 points? You let Jordan Hawkins give you 14? I need to know. I need to know. I need to look right fucking now. Highest scorer, Jonas Valanciunas. Are we fucking serious? Jonas Valanciunas had 21. Najee Marshall, the backup center, had 12. Cody Zeller had 6. Okay, so that's 18. Carries the 5. Does the math. 39 points to the center position. It's bad right now in the paint because teams are going at you. They're going at you hard, and you have nothing but the wet paper for them to just run right through. Um, And Steph says this, we're not used to this vibe around our team. What do you mean, the stench of losing? The stench of mediocrity? No shit, you've been a dynasty. It must, I have to say, I didn't write this down in my notes, but I have to say, I'm delighted. (laughs) (laughs) To watch arrogance, there's nothing I like more than to crush arrogance. It's the worst trait, I think, on the planet. And I get why they've had it. All that winning, all that success, all that dominance, the embarrassing nature in which they crush their opponents, and now that same embarrassment is being thrown onto them. I have to say, the humbling, outside of Steph Curry, of course, because he doesn't need to be humbled, he's awesome, the humbling. <laughs> I love to see it. I love to see it. And now the latest rumors are that Mike Dunleavy and the Warriors have all of a sudden become quite active on the trade market. Who might be moved? According to Shams, the mindset in Golden State right now is everyone but Steph Curry is on the table. Rut row, Clay. Rut row, Wiggs. Rut row, Draymond. Day day. Sorry. It's not your day-day. It's time to say goodbye-bye. Everyone, Clay, Dre, Loon, Kamingo, Moody, Wiggins, as Steph said, because they said, hey, do you feel like you have to prove to to the front office that you guys should keep the core together? And he said, basically, no. In fact, I'm rooting for the opposite. He said, it's pretty evident that if things stay the same, 
Isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting a different result? Steph wants them all fucking out of here. Start again. Start fresh. Bring me some vets. Figure it out. I still want to win rings. I'm thinking about my legacy. Ain't no friends on pow days. That's what they say. Snowboarders always say when the powder comes, we have no friends. Ain't no friends running and trying to get a ring. Even if it means your running mates that you've built a dynasty with have to go, he's like, yeah, I'm good with that. That's why they call him the babyface assassin. He is not playing around. The look on his face on and off the court tells you he is tired of going 0 for 9 from 3. He is tired of having to come off random sloppy screens with guys who can't handle the rock, has to change his role and his behavior because he has no teammates he can trust. And like clockwork, like, I don't know why I said like like that, like clockwork, we've got rumored trades everywhere. A lot of them are centered on Pascal Siakam. For what it's worth, uh, Dunleavy and Masai Ujiri were were spotted together in the tunnel pregame, probably conspiring. It's been reported that the Warriors are unwilling to include Kaminga in the trade. That is a lie. Masai Ujiri, you know how he rolls. Masai Ujiri collects African NBA players. That's a part of his deal. 6'7", long wingspan, athletic from Africa? Yes. That's it. You are now a Toronto Raptor. Um, our dubs. And let's be real. Like, you guys don't really want Kaminga. You don't want to develop Kaminga. You just want to have him sit on the bench or kind of use him at whatever frequency suits you, regardless of how that affects his development. You don't really want to build what Kaminga can be. Let Masai Ujiri do that. Be honest, our dubs act like Kaminga is the second coming of Kawhi Leonard when he's probably closer to another Taylor Horton Tucker. And I like Kaminga. And the truth is, I mean, again, it's weekend at Bernie's. Like it's there's nothing that you can do. You might as well try, I guess. You have to. That's your job. That's Mike Dunleavy Dunleavy Jr.'s job. It's gonna take multiple moves to make this team a contender again. But it's, I guess it's possible. Look at what the Lakers did. They won a championship. They moved things before the deadline. They looked dead in the water. They got rid of Russ. They brought in D'Angelo Russell and some other randoms. Rui Hachimura. And then that momentum took them to the Western Conference Finals. A couple of things fell in their way. They play the Nuggets in the final round. And just like that, pretty successful. I guess the question is, do our dubs have the balls to break up the game? Because if not, they're allowing Steph Curry to rot away in the twilight of his career in his massive mansion, scrolling through his wife's pictures of her feet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's move on. If you think the football tee is popping with Saban, Belichick, and Pete Carroll all retiring or getting fired within 24 hours, do not be sleeping on the NBA tee where it never stops. It just continues to roll. I w- we've got a lot of fun little stories to get into, so let's clear the decks on this NBA Friday. So we talked about last week how we hadn't heard a peep about Ben Simmons. They must be listening to the heat check in the next organization uh, because like clockwork, a day after we asked the question, the Nets gave a complete update on his injury, almost like they had been writing it in their diary waiting for someone to say, hey, we, ha- we have not heard from these motherfuckers. What's up? Nets report is that Ben's back injury is not the same injury that he had last year that cost him to miss most of the season. He had an MRI this week that showed nerve irritation issues on the lower left side of his body, which is going to cause him to miss some time as he rehabs and builds himself back from that, unquote. But that will not keep him out indefinitely, they say. The Nets say, with the proper kind of rehab, he will be able to resume his season in a short period of time without any issue. This reminds me of Lonzo Ball. Unfortunately, this is what that vibe is, the early updates where Lonzo Ball has had a successful cleanup of his knee. All he needs to do is rehab. He's getting onto the the treadmill. He's starting to walk. He's starting to run at three miles per hour. He's starting to walk at four miles per hour. And then the next update is Lonzo Ball has just uh, completed another surgery on his knee. Terrible. So there you go. We've got transparency. We also have an update to our injury show yesterday where John Morant had a successful surgery on his right shoulder. They're never going to say that the, the surgery was unsuccessful. I don't think. And although he'll miss the rest of the year, he will be back good as new, they say. Back good as new next season. Just a brand new shoulder. Can't wait. Joel Embiid, who we mentioned briefly, is going to miss more time than expected because of the knee injury that he's dealing with. Also, didn't he have an ankle sprain, a pretty bad one? He came back from that, hurt his knee. Tough. Expected, but tough. Uh, Apparently, that knee injury that he's dealing with is the same one that he had during the playoffs last year that derailed their season. Ramona Shelburne, friend of show, reports, quote, this is the kind of knee injury that is normally four to six weeks. With this latest one, he wants to play. That 65-game threshold that all guys are very aware of this year is always in the back of your mind. So Joel Embiid finally has some sort of accountability uh, to keep him really on track playing for the pain. Back-to-back MVP award. I don't know if that's a good idea, honestly. We don't care about these MVPs. We care about championships, us longtime Philly fans. We're looking for rings. For a player who's never once in his entire career had an injury-free playoff, forcing himself onto the court in meaningless games that his team is probably going to win no matter what, 
just to get another MVP or at least be in the MVP conversation, probably not a good decision, I would say. Sadly, I've got a new injury update. This time, the often snake-bitten Marcus Smart of the Grizzlies, who has already, by the way, missed significant time, has suffered a serious injury to his right ring finger on his shooting hand and will miss at least six weeks. Okay, time to shut it up. Pack it up. Send it away. Send everyone off. Now you need to really be in full tank mode. It's time for you to trade Marcus Smart to a contender. Desmond Bain overs all day, every night. And moving on. Two league-related stories that I am following. First of all, Woj reported today that the NBA is awaiting a final sign-off from the MBPA to make the NBA draft a two-day affair, a.k.a. a way to make more money, a way to swindle us into watching what we could probably find out on Twitter ourselves before they put it on TV. This year, the draft will take place on, in Brooklyn on June 26th and 27th, Wednesday for first-rounders and Thursday for second-rounders. I don't love it. I don't like it. It's hard enough to get excited for guys getting picked 28th in the draft, like Dayron Sharp, but an entire day devoted to guys largely, I probably don't know. I probably do know from a college perspective, but let's be honest. I know what Adam Silver's trying to do. We all know what Adam Silver's trying to do. He wants it to make it a multi-day event like the NFL draft. Maybe you should move it out of fucking Brooklyn then. It's in Brooklyn every goddamn year. There is nothing fun going on on the eve of the NBA draft. The NFL draft shuts down Broadway Street in Nashville. It's a thing. People are coming in droves to watch it out on the street. The NBA is not doing what he wants them to do if that's what you're trying to achieve, which is some sort of fanfare. I'm very unhappy. I guess the green room thing probably gets changed. You're going to have to wait until the second day. In other words, though, in other news, excuse me, the NBA and Netflix are going to be partnering to create a new reality show following five NBA stars. The first four make perfect sense. The fifth star is probably because Nikola Jokic said no. Let's be real. We need five Americans, four American stars and one foreign star. Well, actually, that's not true. We need two foreign stars and three American stars. Of course, it's LeBron James. No way that he passes up an opportunity to continue to shape the narrative that he is the greatest of all time. And by the way, I don't know if I am saying this later because I don't remember, but it's his production company that's in charge of the narrative. So it's kind of... Last Dance vibes. Two are legit superstars that you would probably guess. Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. One is in the twilight of his career. One is only 19 years old. And he's been 19 years old for seven years. Jason Tatum. No shocker. Both a huge amount of social followers. The fourth, a young rising star. One of the more charismatic dudes in the league. Going to be an absolute blast to follow. Anthony Edwards. I think that this will elevate Anthony Edwards to a place unknown to most casual fans. He will become a household name, the very top of the list of the NBA celebs. He is going to show why 
NBA fans love him. The final spot. Oh, it is one. It is just one. No Giannis. The final spot. Demonis Sabonis. To which I say, hell fucking yes. Stick it to the man. Stick it to those casual fans that hate Sacramento. He does not get anywhere enough love. So this is going to be an incredible induction to the public who don't watch Sacramento Kings games because they're never on national TV and probably because they don't love Demonis Sabonis. But here's the thing. Like, let's be real. Jokic said no. Giannis said no. Giannis said no. Jokic said no. Probably in that order. Demonis Sabonis was not the first choice. Luka said no. Yeah, so Luka said no. Giannis said no. Jokic said no. Embiid said no. I am cautiously optimistic about this show, given the fact that it is produced by three production companies, which who knows what that's going to be like. One is Barack Obama's company. Two is LeBron James's production firm. And uh, three is Peyton Manning's Omaha Productions. I love things that help the league. I know I'll be watching. I wish that they were at vastly different stages in their career. One rookie, one rising star, one current star, and one aging and declining star. That's how they did it in the quarterback series. Uh, We will do a deep dive, finally, on the Utah Jazz and how they have resurrected their season very soon. But they are now 19-20 and after beating the shit out of the Nuggets. 124-111. They have won 12 of 16 games. They are screaming up the standings. But I wanted to use the Jazz today for Trista's crazy-ass killer stat of the week. The Utah Jazz. Did you know this? The Utah Jazz are undefeated. They are 9-0 in games that they have told Taylor Horton Tucker to sit your ass fucking down. He has been a healthy scratch, and they are 9-0. That seems impossible. But it is true. Tucker began the year as a starter. I hate him. I re- Not as a human, but like as a player, he is annoying. He has slowly seen his minutes erode as Colin Sexton has emerged. Who, by the way, this is a total side road, is absolutely ripped. Just yoked beyond measure for a point guard. Anyway, he has emerged as a legit scoring threat. His streak began uh, December 21st. Welcome to the solstice. And since the 11 games after that, he has been healthy but only has played twice in a seven-point loss to the Pelicans and a 29-point blowout loss to the Celtics. The other nine games, he has not seen the floor, and Utah in those games is 9-0. and zero. No better way to ensure you get traded by the deadline, uh, especially since he's on an $11 million expiring contract. Bye-bye, THT. Bye-bye. That's all the time that we have for this episode of the Heat Check. Come back Monday for an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini-episodes, which drop unexpectedly, like my dog Emma discovering deer in the backyard in the middle of the night. And guess what? She's not quiet about it. She is not. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check all season long. That means download. That means subscribe and tell your friends, all of them, even the troll on social who says he'll never listen to a woman talk about sports. But guess what? He already did, which is why he's commenting. Tell him, hey, it's the 2020s now, you misogynist, small penis haver. Listen to the Heat Check. She's got more facts in her head than you will ever acquire. And follow us on social at The Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. We will see you next time.